You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to, to help you with your pets. That's what we are all about. Like the guy sitting across from me. Hi, I'm Brian Donovan. Like the guy sitting across from me, that I know him as <laughs> Harry Stallion 68 from online, but uh, you may know him as Jamie Flanagan. That is it. Uh, Brian's an animal behaviorist and dog trainer, and I'm just here to make sure everybody has a good time. It's funny that you bring up Harry Stallion 68. <laughs> Why we'll not get, 69? We'll get back to that. That's, that's just dirty, Sam. You had to go there. That's why, because it begs the question. It's a good conversation starter. And that's Sam causing trouble over on the far end. Yes. <laughs> and also with us today. Hi, Matt Fox. I, I, I'm here, and I feel dirty already. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's a little bizarre. Matt brought it, like one of the first shows we did yes. uh, in the Podcast Detroit uh, Network. Um yeah. Brian had brought his invisible girlfriend, yes, because uh, she refused to speak. So Matthew has with him his invisible wife. I do. <laughs> we point the microphone at Mary, and she's like, uh, "Yeah, no." She goes, "I'll wear the headphones, but uh, put the microphone in front of your face. <laughs> Introduce yourself." Hi, I'm Mary. Hey, That's Mary. Hey. Hi, Mary. Matt's wife. <laughs> and then she pushes it away. <laughs> is, is the uh, is the camera on? It is. She actually yeah. waved at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, baby doll. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, but uh, well, thanks for coming down. This is neat. You have you been down? There? We're here at uh, the Podcast Detroit Studios. It's uh, downtown Detroit in uh, the a bar called the Detroit Shipping Company. A bar, restaurant. What would you call this? Uh, a, a hangout conglomerate. It's yeah. kind of yeah. It's kind of a, it's an amalgamation of things. A laid back. Well, it's it's a series of uh, shipping containers yeah. that are configured. In a, it's like a really cool prison yard. Yeah. <laughs> Court yard it is. It is. It's like, That's actually a really good analogy. Yeah. Orange is the new black. And there's, really there, there are vendors here selling uh, everything from what T-shirts to uh, food. Yeah. And there's a yeah. bar and there's a yeah, stage. Yeah. Following Dell Beer Company, I think, is here. Fun, as well. They, they yeah. finally opened up. Yeah. yeah. Very cool place. Yeah. So it's so, kind of a one-off. Kind it's of not one really of just. Kind. It's not to call it a bar. Is just not quite right. right. It's a. It's a collection of things. Uh, there's a little coffee. They have a, a coffee shop one that's opening up. They have a bunch of different like uh, kiosks. Like some of the containers are split in half, and you know people have like yeah. it's almost like a food truck in a container in here. You know, so it is hard um, to define though. It's it's like if you said I have a barber shop, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Or if I have a robot brothel, I know what that is. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but this is different. This I, is, yeah. I have a shipping container. Okay. All I'll right. Elaborate a little bit. Uh, I put some black and some green sponges in mine and <laughs> called it a studio. That is it. <laughs> but we, yeah, we're downtown and we're having some fun in the Detroit Shipping Company. Ain't going to help people with their pets. That is the plan. Right, Sam? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of Harry Stallion uh, 68, because that was uh, my name on... <laughs> What is it, Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> Tinder? Which one is it? I don't know. Take your pick. You're I've, on all of them. I've never really I think had. You, with that name, you get either. plenty of hits. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, that's but, what it was. He was on plenty of fish. No, plenty, uh, of, plenty of crabs. <laughs> farmers only. <laughs> Christian, Christian farmers yeah. over 50. <laughs> that's oddly specific. <laughs> so... Everybody's got a niche, though, right? My rhubarb's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. 
but there's uh feeling dirty over here. It guys. is. It <laughs> I love is. It. But that episode never got recorded. It was good lost. That if you know what I mean episode. It was lost. Yeah. It was, didn't stick to the media. It, it, no. So now we it's, now every once in a while we say, if you know what I mean, thinking nobody like, knows what we mean. Now. No, <laughs> that was nobody, my fault. It was lost. Nobody is. I think Sam vetoed it. She was like, "You guys that were was, just that way one, out of that control." That one was a little, little. <laughs> that, was, that was our best stuff. It was. Done. That was uh, the Marconi was on its way. I think <laughs> Marconi. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the apps, right? There's the very specific apps for different types of people connecting romantically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be talking to a, a couple of, well, one young lady of, of the two that uh, created a new app, mm-hmm. and it, it's called Dig. Yeah. The app is called Dig. Wow. And yeah, it's uh, it's for dog uh, people. So it's really? a dating app for dog people. The, so the site is Dig. Uh, dig, digdates.com. But so yeah, we'll be website. talking to yep. the founder. So we'll be talking to, to Lee. Uh, coming up shortly. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, at, at quarter after we call her. And uh, I, I text. I, I sent. Say, I sent you the phone number. Oh, thank uh, you. In Sorry. a fresh email, so you don't have to dig for it. Yeah. So While Jay, we talk to okay. the people, I got it. Dig. I just got Jamie, it. Jamie, you so. have another life. You you actually do weddings. Yes. You talk to lots of couples, yes. newly married couples, and yes. One of the things that because uh, I do as well, but one yeah. of the things I like to ask them is, how did you meet? Right. And a lot of them will say online. More, more. Because. That's that's the trend now. Everybody so, it's, it's everybody the majority. Does, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm curious to know where she got this idea. Right. With right. Including dogs. That's it. Because it's already. Part of, yeah, socials. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you, you guys, uh, you, you you DJ weddings and such. Uh, yeah, yeah. And is it the majority of people now? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Have That's met uh, Bumble and there's Timber and <laughs> Fumble and Stumble. I don't know what are these all these things. Pl- plenty of uh, them in the sea. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but. Uh, uh, I lost what I was. I had one. Sorry. I, I, <laughs> no, that's all right. But yeah, no. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to her, and we're gonna, we have some other stuff on cool. the horizon. Uh, we got kangaroos running amok. We got what else do we got? We're gonna talk about uh, dogs and their ears. We got that on the way, and we also have um, a woman facing charges for too many animals. Oh boy. <laughs> Whole lot of a whole lot of stuff on the horizon uh, today, but here's a here was a question that came down came down the line, and they they really wanted to know. Um, yeah, it was uh, is a pretty uh, amusing little little question. What's this fan mail from a flounder? Yeah, and they wanted to know: Can you teach chickens to dance in a chorus line? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Gia, Why would you need to know coming that? Coming from Gia Lover. I don't know. That was it. That was the question. Can, That's it. Can you teach chickens to... Oh, not to dance. Of course. Just line dance. Can you teach chickens to line dance? To line dance? Can you train chickens? Are they alive can you train? or... Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt usually has the bird dancing on the... Right. Uh, <laughs> you can make them do whatever you want. Saying, are, are chickens a, a trainable beast? You know, any animal that's, uh, that is, is greedy in one sense or another, uh-huh. you can train. Sure. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, rats. Rats will Ooh. accept food right. uh, whether they're hungry or not. They'll, they'll take food and they'll hide it somewhere or something. Okay. So tra- rats are very, very trainable because you can always get them to, to do something for, mm-hmm. for food. Uh, reptiles, especially snakes, are very okay. difficult to train because, right. you know, they eat once every three or four days or uh, weeks. Yeah. And, uh, so they're, they're not as easy to train in the classic consi- sense. It's not as consistent. Right, right. right. And, and you can't uh, – you know, so any animal that will readily take some kind of a reward or a treat, mm-hmm. you, can, uh, you, can, you can train them. So chickens, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, you can train 
chickens. You can train pigeons. A lot of work has been done with uh, with birds, mm-hmm. you know, for for training. In fact, uh, uh, Pavlov yes. and B.F. Skinner they right. they both used uh, pigeons and you know various other chickens and uh, other right. birds. Yeah. Nice. yeah. So, so but as, you know the coordination though yeah. the line the whole line thing yeah yeah. Uh, that that's probably pretty difficult. You have to <laughs> you have to devote a lot of time to that, and then give up things like friends, right? Yeah. Yes. Is, is the person's name social Gonzo? acceptance? Gonzo, yeah. Gonzo, yeah. yeah. Oh, gonna, he was my favorite. There was a Gonzo joke in there somewhere. I knew it was coming. I knew, I I knew we would get to it. But uh, yeah, so the we got the dig thing coming on the way. Sam is going to call her in a couple of minutes. But Sam is pretty, some pretty exciting news. No, I don't. You what? do. Sam, share your news. Uh, you know, I no, it's you know, okay. you you look pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is your mom watching on the face? I was, face no, I was just thinking of the glow. You have a glow. Oh, thanks, Nothing. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's going on? I'm not pregnant. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, right. That's my worst fear. Yeah. Uh, to get pregnant. Good answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, no, I have a, I have an internship uh, in uh, at Cannes Film Festival. Woo! Wow! In France. Yay! In France. What are you doing hanging out with the likes we of us? We are from France. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like it here. Aww. Uh And Sam, like I told you before the show started, you're not going to meet him. Oh. <laughs> you're not going to meet him. <laughs> no, Chris, no Chris Pratt at Cannes this year? No, I, I don't know. Actually, they haven't announced like who's going to be there or what right, films right. are going to be there yet because it's so far away. Don't so get I don't yourself know. arrested. I don't know. Trying to touch him or something. <laughs> Cease and desist, ladies. Cease and desist. I can drink there. Oh, oh look at that. Yep. Wow. No, Crazy I'm not going ton. to. It's too much money. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of money, you're trying to, you got a little GoFundMe set yes. up because you're trying to raise. So plug it. Give it a plug, Sam. So what? Give it a plug. You got, yeah, sure. So you, oh, you gotta, shoot. I don't know the exact like link because it's a bunch of numbers because a GoFundMe has like a ton of. All right. We'll, we'll put it campaigns. in. A, we'll put it. We'll put a I'll link put to it, it okay, in the description okay. of the show. Yeah. Um, that was the worst plug ever. <laughs> And Please then just go. To, tell us, Sam. Well, I don't know. It's a big. big you we'll know. tweet it out too. We'll tweet it out on the Animal Talk yeah, Twitter. So and anim- just go to the Animal Talk Twitter at uh, at uh, Animal Talk Radio on Twitter, and uh, there'll be a link to it. Yeah, there if you go on to it's on Facebook too. You go on to the Google and type in Go uh, Facebook Sam it, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you you're, oh. you're getting there. Oh really? Yeah. If you Google my name, it comes up. If you Google. Uh, Sam, what is that? Sam uh, Nork. Sam Go Nork GoFundMe or GoFundMe oh, yeah. Sam Nork. Yeah. Comes oh. right up. Actually, I, I just went to GoFundMe and I just put uh, Sam Nork in there. One result found. Yeah, because oh, Sam Nork. Festival de Cannes. Yeah, that's <laughs> right there. Cannes Film Festival Internship Fund. Uh, for ten, I'll, I'll, I'll donate some money to this. No, you don't have to. No, I, I will. That's why I hate asking people for money and people have donated money already and I feel so bad because I'm like, oh, I, but I don't know how to pay these people back. Like, how, what do I do? <laughs> That's, I don't. Sam, Sam that's, you, you're the one that started a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the concept behind a GoFundMe is it's it's kind of a gift. Oh, yeah. okay. People are just doing it to be nice because they want to see you succeed at this. Yeah. So, and it's an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Really so is. I I just yeah I just I really want you to to when, do that. When did you start this? Uh, seven. No, I started it on Friday, Saturday. Oh. Hmm. You uh um. Oh yeah, your last uh, your last do- donation was like an hour ago. Yeah, a couple hours yeah. ago. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I'll donate. Oh, thanks. You don't have to, but you know, 
That would be cool, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And I'll give you I'll give you the seven bucks for parking outside too. No, you don't have to. It's fine. I, I'll do it. It's just I didn't know there was an ATM here, and I didn't want to walk all the way over there because that's. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Like I said, we're in the podcast Detroit studios downtown Detroit, and there's some sketchy neighborhoods still in the city. Yeah, the city's coming here. back. The city's coming oh, back. No, it's not. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> drive one block over that way. <laughs> Whoever wrote that article. <laughs> Here you go. So he's coming back? All right. Let it's, me, it's let coming me, back. It's heading our way. Let's run. Let, let, me, <laughs> let me drop you off someplace. And oh then you God. come back and meet me at my house. And then uh, you never come you back. You tell me. You tell me how it's coming. No, it, it is. But there, there's still some sketchy areas. Yeah. And yes, you're right. You shouldn't walk over to that. Yeah, one. so I was just a little scared. I was like, can I please just park? Like, please? And please. they're like, no. <laughs> oh. Should call me. I, I would have come down and. Kicked him in the shins for you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was already man. a crotchy old man about it, so, you know, they don't like me. Yeah, already. you got mad. <laughs> so, because I was here yesterday, I came by, the Podcast Detroit guys were here. There was a, there was a TEDx Detroit yesterday. Oh, what? yeah, I saw yeah. that. They spoke. Nobody tells me about this stuff. And they, they talked, spoke at it. They talked, they, yeah, they did a TEDx talk uh, yesterday. Oh, Which is awesome insane. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, the crux of it was uh, suck less. <laughs> was uh, was there Good was there uh, yeah, yeah so just suck less was uh, was kind of what the takeaway from from their presentation so uh, that was it so yeah I think we're about there I think we're about we're ready call? to call uh, right. Lee up and uh, see if she's available to talk about uh, the dog dig the dog person's dating app and uh, the sisters there Casey and and Lee Isaacson they've had this uh, very interesting idea. And uh, Lee's going to fill us in. Hello, this is Lee. Lee, hi. This is Jamie from Animal Talk. I'm here with my uh, co-host Brian and, and, and Matt and Sam. And uh, we wanted to talk to you about Dig, right? Dig, it's the dog yeah. person's dating app. Hi, Lee. It is. <laughs> well, hi, you, everyone. Thanks well, for calling. Let me, uh, let me start this by this. This comes right off, the, uh, off our website. Dog people are always looking for ways to get dogs in their lives. You'll linger near dog parks uh, fences, uh, which Jamie got in trouble for last <laughs> yeah, night. I did, I did. You repeatedly <laughs> offer to dog sit while your friends are away, and you'll scan every dating app for photos of potential matches with dogs at their sides. If you're lucky enough to own a pup, you know that things never work out with someone if they're not as into your dog as you are. Hmm. So Dig founders Casey and Lee Isaacson built a dating app that connects dog people based on what's most important to them. And we're talking to Lee Isaacson right now. So um, your website's fantastic. I love your logo. Um, <laughs> how, many, how, how many people and where, where, uh, what, what cities are you, uh, are you launching this in now? Well, the app works everywhere. Um, we are currently available on iPhones, but we are launching Android next week, which is super exciting. Double yeah. the people um, and double the dogs, hopefully. Uh, we've launched in New Orleans, New York, Boston, Chicago, and Detroit last week. Uh, and we're launching in San Francisco in October and Austin in November. Um, and we've got thousands of people in each place um, and, and growing every day. Now, how do you get uh, how, how do you get awareness? What are you doing for marketing and uh, and advertising for this uh, for, for Dig? I'm so glad you asked that because that's actually one of the most fun parts. Uh, we throw big dog friendly events everywhere we go. So city by city, we have, uh, for example, in Boston, we had a big 320 person event with people. So it's people plus dogs. You can imagine how much extra room you need. Uh, and we invite as many local dog businesses as we can get involved to come 
different things at the event. So we had a florist making flower collars for the dogs. We had a, a pet photographer getting great photos of your dogs. Ask the vet booth to stop in, um, you know, uh, demonstrations of different all sorts of things going on. And so we just kind of spread like wildfire first through the dog community as everyone wants to see and come to the event and then learn uh, about us through their favorite dog uh, businesses in their city. Well, you know, I'm a, a serial entrepreneur, and I know when you start something new, a business that's, uh, you know, uh, kind of a new business model, um, it requires a lot of effort to <laughs> even tell people what you are and, and who you are. So. Um, I know there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes. How many people are involved in this? Is it just you and your sister, or do you have a you have a a, a group of people? Because there's a, there's a lot of work behind setting up events like that. Yeah, we've got a core group of about six, um, and we've got an offshore development team working on the technology side. Um, but yeah, we've got you know one person really focused to making sure the product is as strong and flea or bug free as it can be mm-hmm. as we grow and scale. Uh, we've got people focused on content creation and partnerships. Some of our partnerships are um, with companies like WeWork, where we throw all of our events as they try to become, you know, more dog friendly in the co-working space and other opportunities that way. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a core group of six. Great. So, did you work with the uh, WeWork uh, Detroit uh, people when you when you had? The... We did. Okay. We were there last week at uh, WeWork Merchants Row. Okay, great, great. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about the app. Is it like a right swipe, left swipe sort of app that uh, people, the singles, are used to? Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of dating apps are moving away from the swiping. Um, people say that it starts to feel too much like a game. Mm. Uh, and the kind of gamification of dating really doesn't help lead you to finding your match. You can stay at a, on it all day long, talk with people, but you never get out and want to meet them. You just like swiping. Uh, so a lot of niche dating apps are really coming out with new and fun ways to present you with people that you're more likely to match with. L- let me so guess. So, so yours, is, yours is shovel left or shovel right, correct? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. get five paws at the top that you can click through every day. So you've got five different people we're presenting to you based on machine learning and, and data to try to present you with the best options. Um, mm. And uh, you're able to dig, really dig, or pass on the people you see. Ah, okay. Well, that's that's an interesting twist. Now, what's the fee- what's the feedback? Um, I, I'm sure there's uh, with, with you know being a new company, you're very interested in how people interact with your with your app. What's what's the feedback so far? We love talking to our users about the the dates that are going on. One of my favorite stories we got recently was when someone wrote us that one of the best parts of the date was watching the dogs fall in love first. And when oh, the dogs were able so to connect, cool. the humans were able to, you know, let their walls down and, nice. and connect a lot easier. Um, one really exciting piece about the app that's different from other dating apps is you can take the next step and plan a dog-friendly date right from the app. So when you're talking to someone, you can search for, you know, local dog parks, dog-friendly bars or restaurants or breweries, and in the messaging area, suggest that as a first date idea. Uh, oh, you also get a daily deal from different pet companies so you can show up with a unique treat. 
Um, and so we, tr- we really are trying to encourage the, the date to actually happen. That's a very cool idea. So r- right from the app, you can uh, see what's, what's near uh, you or maybe between you and the person that you're trying to meet. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I see there's a, uh, exactly. you know, a dog-friendly cafe. You know, it's about 10 minutes from you. It's about 15 minutes from me. Why don't we meet there? Um, that's that's kind of cool. I like that. That's that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then some of the awesome people in Detroit, like City Bark, was um, at our event, and they've got this awesome shop that you could meet at, and they might do dates there. Pet Supplies Plus actually gave out um, at our event last week in, in Detroit uh, sweepstakes to win a dream date with your dog, a shopping spree at Pet Supplies Plus for a <laughs> oh. date idea. So oh, very cool. We're, we're always trying to figure out how to spend more time with your dog um, instead of you know feeling bad about leaving them at home. A lot of thought has gone into this. You have uh, you have these partner companies. You just mentioned Pet Supplies Plus. Um, mm-hmm. I like the, the the fact that you're getting uh, you're getting these companies involved in a, a way. That, you know, it's not uh, when you think dating apps. You know, sometimes your your mind goes to the you know the tenders of the world yeah. and, and kind of mm-hmm. you know the uh, I don't want to say CD, but you know it has that connotation. Sure. It definitely has that connotation. Yeah, Where, the hookup culture. Yeah, okay. it, mm-hmm. but this this seems like it's fun. It's healthy. It's safe. And it's, um, you know, you get your dogs involved and you meet people that, you know, uh, you know we've, we're, we're pet people here. We're, for the most part, we're dog people. And we know that, <laughs> that dog people just, you, you, that's, that's one, uh, you know, that's one vote of confidence. If you know somebody likes dogs, you know there's something good about them, right? Yeah, and I think you're hitting on it exactly. We want the app to reflect the people. And so dog people are more likely to be trustworthy, maybe a little bit more athletic, empathetic, compassionate. Uh, And so that's what we really tried to build our entire brand around. Uh, Every dog we use in our marketing and on our Instagram is available for adoption. You know, we all of our events are adoption events on top of that. It's what dog people really want to see, and it's the best way we can give back as well. And I think that turns back into what type of relationship you're going to get from the app. It's people looking for true compatibility. Very cool. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to start off an app as uh, you know, like reptile lovers. You know, then then it, then it gets really really <laughs> weird very quickly, right? It's like these people that like their. Uh... <laughs> Oh, the reptile people always get such a bad rap. Yeah, we we, we like doing that though. We we love our reptile friends though. So Lee, I'm a cat guy. This is Jamie. I, I'm I'm a cat guy. So is there a place for me on Dig? No, no. I got I got you, Lee. No, there's no place for Jamie. Do you have a dog too, or just cat? Just a cat. Well, so no. <laughs> but if you love dogs. I don't want to say no. The app is for people who love dogs and have dogs. You actually do not need to have a dog to be on the app. You just want to meet someone with a dog or to, to get a dog in the future. Actually, about half of our users don't have dogs. Okay. And they may very well have cats. But it's the idea of being able to connect with other people who are looking for that dog-forward lifestyle as well. So I, you're I, absolutely welcome on Dig, but no cat pictures. I do. No I do love no cat pictures. <laughs> oh, I'm out. out. <laughs> or, or no pictures of Jamie in a cat suit. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Again, yeah, no. So it's uh, I, I like dogs. I, I really I do I do love dogs, uh, but I don't have one in my life at present. So. Uh, but I do have a wife already. So, uh, but if I was in the market, <laughs> this would help me find yeah, a lady. You're kicked off the app for other reasons. Yeah, it's a, it's a, <laughs> but uh, I would be able to uh, be able to do a search and maybe find somebody who does have a dog, and I could be that part-time dog dad. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, we hear that a lot, especially from people in you know apartments in New York City, where you know maybe they 
aren't able to have a dog bigger than like, you know, 10 pounds or whatever the limit is. And they just want to date someone with a dog. Right. We hear that all the time. Uh, actually, down, I'm calling you from New Orleans right now. And I work with uh, a lot of people in different military bases around the South. Mm. And I hear from the military guys, they, with their traveling, would love to be able to date someone with a dog if they can't have their own and they're, and they're on the move all the time. So that's actually about half of our base is looking for someone else who's got the dog to take care of and you can be the, like you said, part-time dad. You know, uh, Lee, when, uh, when Jamie told me about the, this interview, I said, you know, this sounds familiar. Are there other, other apps that, uh, are you the first one to, to do an app like this or have, uh, have others come and gone? Niche dating apps are really exploding. So the average person on dating apps today is actually using three or four apps at a time. Mm. So that you've got the big general ones that you mentioned, like Tinder and Bumble, and then people are really looking for their niche community that they want to be a part of. The dog world has tried a few. There's been a few that um, launched a few years ago and failed for different reasons. Um, maybe they didn't do the you know local approach like we did. They tried to go big too quickly. And the problem is, you, you might get a lot of people on the app, but no one's able to match if you don't launch city by city. Well, and so really taking the time, meeting people, and getting the word out the right way with these hyper-local events is definitely what worked for us, and it's why we're, you know, moving far ahead. And I think that's what I was getting at earlier is that, um, yeah, when you have a social uh, um, app, you, you have to seed it very quickly. Otherwise, sure. people get uh, – mm-hmm. so timing is very important here as well. You know, uh, an app like this maybe seven or eight years ago, people would say, what? You know, yeah. it's kinda, you know, but maybe uh, yeah. the, the timing is perfect for you now. And, and again, the, the work that you put into it, and you've obvious, obviously done a really good job with these local events, and you've got to do that sort of thing. So uh, kudos to you. I mean, this, this seems like a really cool project. And you said you had about 7,000 people so far? Uh, more than eleven thousand. Wow! Wow! Congratulations! I, you know, I think yeah. I was I was looking at a, an old uh, interview you did, a, a TV interview or something. So you're already at eleven thousand uh, people. That's amazing. Yeah, it's jumping up all the time, um, and I think you know Android will be a big help in that next week. Um, we're reaching so many people who can't physically download the app yet. And I hear you all. I promise I get your emails asking for Android. <laughs> we want it too. It's on its way. <laughs> Lee, I really like the fact that this is Matt. Um, I like the fact that you partner with community and companies in the area, and it actually helps drive foot traffic back into their stores, like Pet Supplies Plus and such like that, uh, because everyone's meeting yeah. at the store. So you're kind of helping them drive business themselves. That I've seen on your website about Pledge One Percent. Can you ha- help me understand a little bit more about the Pledge One Percent? Sure, Pledge One Percent is kind of a uh, small business and entrepreneur. It, you know, large business is doing it too, but dedicating one percent of either your revenue or your time or your equity to uh, some social good. So we are dedicated to you know making sure that you're able to uh, find adoptable dogs and promote the nonprofits in each city we go to, and and we are part of that Pledge One Percent in that way. That's great. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. That is pretty awesome. It's a great community, too. Everyone promotes each other and also each other's, you know, social um, benefits that that you're trying to promote. So Mm -hmm. it's a great idea, and it's really taken off among, especially the startup world. Yep. Well, awesome, Lee. Uh, Just we really appreciate you taking some time and uh, letting us know about the app. We all are all settled down, old men, but (laughs) Sam's single. (laughs) No, I'm not. Well, you got a boyfriend. You're not married. (laughs) 
And you have pet, you have dogs. And you have dogs. I do have dogs. <laughs> yes. So. Oh my gosh. Just your maybe boy you, better stay I'm on his no toes. Pressure. Maybe I'll create a fake profile. Like there you go. <laughs> and pretend to be somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> no fake profiles. But how about just tell all the single people you know? There we go. Oh, go. okay. I'll do that. We'll do. We'll the do. website is uh, <laughs> digdates.com, and the company is uh, Dig. Very very cool. Uh, uh, concept, I love it. I w- wish you the best and uh, much success in in uh, the dig endeavor. So yeah, if you if you come oh, back you to Detroit for another venture, another party, uh, let us know. We'll uh, we'll we'll definitely come in. We won't be there to date anybody, but we'll come in for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Our events aren't single events. You're absolutely welcome. The Detroit dog community was so wonderful to us. Incredible businesses. They they showed up in troves. So we will definitely be back. Awesome. Thanks so much. Great. Thank you all. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You know what, Jamie? We have that uh, the, the the bulldog chili cook-off. Oh yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Up. We should see if they can make it up for that. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. coming up. Yeah, uh, 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 Mona will be there, right? Yeah, that's yeah. my girlfriend. Oh, that is your girlfriend. That's yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah, stay it's away from her. <laughs> She's mine. <laughs> Uh, I I had Mona in here all to myself. Uh, yeah, you didn't come. She's a sweet puppy. <laughs> she really is. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's an interesting thing. Apps are uh, you know, it's the way everything is done. Yeah, Jamie. it's just yeah. uh, it's all at the at the tip of your fingers. I there. get my lawn cut with an app. Yeah, yeah, lawn guru. It's, it works. It's <laughs> Wait, awesome. Wait, really? Yeah. No way. It's called Lawn Guru, and what you do. So you know how they estimate your lawn? What they what they do is they, they get a Google map right. of your lawn, and then they outline it, you know, outline, and they it, it tells them the square footage of your lawn. That's nutty. And, and then uh, wait, it's all public information. Does some, does some is, random so. person yeah. just come over and mow it? And yeah, then you, they get paid. It's it's just like Uber. It's like it's like yeah, uh, Dale's on his way to come, uh, and it has a picture of Dale and. And he, you know he's on his way. Wait, to come do cut you your have rest. to? Do can you, you swipe left on Dale and get a different one? <laughs> yeah. Do you, <laughs> you, you provide can. the the equipment, or do they come with it? You provide the the lawn. You, oh, Dale's <laughs> Dale's no, got the equipment. No, no, these oh, are, trust Dale me. has the equipment. No, these these are like lawn guys. And, lawn and, uh, oh, so I can't just come up and join because I want to cut lawn you, and you make can, money. You can. You have but, to. You know. But if you if I you have a lawnmower, if tie that bike mower to the back of your bike. If I say some some creepy girl, you know, had one of these push mowers that. <laughs> and it, and it took her six hours. I can give you like a bad review, and then next time it's like, no, nah, I don't want, I don't want Sam cutting my grass. It's lawn and, and snow service. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll just do snow, snow only, <laughs> snow only, <laughs> snow only. Have shovel, will travel. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, everything's done with apps, right? Might take yeah. really long time. I take really long breaks. <laughs> and then, it, and then it'll tell me. Dale is done with your lawn, um, so it tells me when he's coming, when he when he left, and uh, yeah. so you don't have to be home. No, no. you don't have to be home. Would that would be weird? You some weirdos cutting your lawn and you're not home. You're not like, home. And that's how most lawn services move. are. Do it when you're but not. It, home. Yeah, but it's you nice. probably you like met them. You know. Yeah. Like, we got what a picture if, of Dale. What if your Uber driver like was a murderer? Like, well, it's I, the same thing. What? Yeah, same thing. Oh, you're not in the car. Though. What kind of scenario are you setting up here? <laughs> I don't know. What if What if Dale's actually a murderer and said he left your house, but he's actually hiding in your shed? <laughs> then he's going to sit there until you're I go weird. there in the summertime next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have a long winter. Hey, I don't know. care if, if he's a murderer as long as he cuts my grass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was. Wait, what? we're talking about two different seasons. <laughs> oh, okay, the snow guy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh my goodness, are you Are you okay? 
No, not really. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling so hot. All right. All right. So there's a, an, an email question that came in. Um, just wanted to know, little dear animal talk. What's this, fan mail from a flounder? Yeah, and they wanted to, they wanted your opinion. Uh, and we'll just kind of chime in on this about ears and dogs' ears. Should it be outlawed in America? Um the the cropping of ears and and making them uh, erect on on certain animals right they, yeah they do that like Dobermans right right have floppy ears Dobermans they, Great Danes uh, and, lots of dogs but uh, then they do whatever they do to them, them to make them ear. yeah to make them erect um, they crop it, they cut them yeah in, in various shapes and yeah. they they prop them up and uh, certain dogs their their ears will stand up um, but it can be uh, you know dogs they dig around and they, you know, they're sutures. Right. And so they'll shake their head and they'll they'll loosen the sutures. It can be a very painful thing for a dog and right, it can right. be a prolonged, you know, uh, healing process. So it's really frowned upon now. You'll, so, yeah. So their question is, how is this legal? It seems really, you know, just cosmetic and cruel. Yeah. I mean, docking tails and, and cropping yeah. ears, has, mm-hmm. it's been, that, that debate's been going on probably for about 20 years. Yeah. Before that, you really didn't hear much. But uh, I think... Like in England, maybe some of the European countries, it's it is illegal. Okay, uh, and it it probably will be outlawed here sooner or later. But uh, it's really frowned upon. You know, in fact, most Great Danes I see now have floppy ears. Okay, and uh, so you're kind of, you know, you, uh, Doberman, same way. Most right. of them that, that you see now will have floppy ears. What about their uh, tails? Like cocker spaniels. Yeah, uh, uh, tail docking is still done. Now, there's actually a, a reason for that. There, historically, there's a reason for that. Right, and that is, you know. Um, with the tails being docked, they don't get caught in brush and that sort of thing. Okay. It, you know, for for dogs that are uh, sporting dogs. All right. Um, so there there is an argument, you know, for dogs that 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 do that sort of thing, but it is more of a style. Or, or, okay. Uh, you know, but like if a, your cocker is spending its life on your couch while you eat bonbons, <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no reason, real reason to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not running through the brush. Right. Yeah. yeah and they and it's uh, that's that's probably going to go uh, go away at some point huh. as well. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's uh, with the ears. Um, I believe it's always been a cosmetic thing. Yeah. You know, I, I, you can make an argument that, you know, dogs with floppy ears get more ear infections. Right. But, you know, we're not talking like a Great Dane. We're talking like a, a bloodhound or something, a dog that has like really floppy ears that right. kind of hang close to the head. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's always been cosmetic, so it's it's kind of on its way out. So another – because in, in the other argument that is similar to that – um, that comes up time and time again is about cats and declaws, but more cats end up in shelters because of behavior problems, yeah, yeah. which is one of the big behavior problems is shredding things with their claws, yeah, right. tearing up furniture. Uh, and, and so they end up in, in shelters because of, of that. Yeah. And so that I, I see that as remaining, you know, the declaw being an option because it's, well, the other option is you know, a lot of cats end up in a shelter and then it's not, you know, right. not a good end uh, for them there. Yeah. So, Well, you can make a good, for that reason, you can make a good case because uh, it, is, it is such a natural thing for cats to, you know, they, they, they need scratch posts and things like sure. that yeah, of course. to, uh, you know, to, to, to care for their nails. And, um, yeah, they, they, will, they will scratch and destroy things. Um, so cat lovers, you know, who, who have nice stuff in the house, they, they, they make the argument that, you know, yeah, and we can't have anything nice in our house because of the cat and yeah. scratch. Well, we actually get things for the cat to scratch on purpose. Yeah, because our our we, we so your cats her. aren't de- declawed. Our 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 cat is not declawed. We actually rescued her, and then we were told we could not declaw her. 
because oh, it was inhumane. Okay, okay. So, you know, it's like cutting them off at the knuckles. But right, we right. did not get her declawed yeah. because, one, we don't believe in it. And, two, she's fine just the way she is. So you would never do it? You would no. not? Yeah. And that's, a, that's the opinion of a lot of cat owners. It's like, hey, this is a cat. Yeah. This is part of the cat. If you don't, if you don't accept this part of them, you shouldn't have a cat. Right. You know, don't just chop off parts. But um, there are other people who like cats just as much, but they, they right. just don't want the claws. And huh. uh, I think it's, it's kind of uh, – it's a little bit sad when you see a cat that uh, – you know, Can't defend itself when it's outside. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of funny when they try to bat at you and they're, you know, they're giving it all they got, but they're just like, <laughs> 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 with cotton balls. Like, That's all you got, cat? That's all they got. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't Jamie, you declawed your cat, right? Uh 20-some years ago, Kirby, yes, uh, but uh, our new boy, Percy, uh, no, we didn't. Generally, it's pretty uh, manageable, the, the clawing, but sometimes it could be it can be bad with some cats. Yeah, he did destroy a, a, a couch when, he, you know, because Colleen's like, no, we're not doing it. I'm like, well, then you train him, you know, because and, and, yeah. she picked him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it didn't go well, and he, like, he shredded up a couch, and she's like, I'm going to what I, you know, yeah. and, she, and I'm like, I'm well, going to declaw him in the bathroom right now. That's it, you know. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, you know, can I try? And so I actually was able to get him to use a, a scratching, you know, that cardboard scratcher mm-hmm. that you lay on the that's, ground that uh, they tear it up. And I trim his nails frequently. Um, so, yeah, so between that, trimming his nails and getting him to use that, that scratcher. Um, yeah, so the problem solved. He hasn't gone after the new couch because we did buy a new couch. <laughs> She's like, if yeah. he gets after this new couch, I'm gonna. I'm like, hey, you're cat man. Yeah, you and I are gonna have to have a talk to you about how you uh, clip his nails because we try to clip our cat's nails. And I can only do it when she's sleeping. Yeah, that's when she's relaxed enough. No, just a little, little bit of tuna, a little bit of tuna. You, you get the. Uh, you start off by just touching the 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 nails with okay. a, with the nail trimmer right. and giving her tuna. Spend a few days doing that, like. So she gets every used night to when it? you're watching TV. Yeah, just you know, take the nail clippers and touch your nails while while you're, uh, you're right. giving her a piece of tuna. Is that like positive reinforcement. Oh yeah, for? yeah. It's called counter conditioning, yeah. desensitizing, and um, th- she'll look forward mm-hmm. to you touching her nails with the nail clippers. Fair point. And then okay. once you Got can do that, it. then it's a very easy process to maybe clip one a little, just a little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> so she hears the sound, yep. and she's still getting the tuna, and so she's going to start associating it with something real pleasant. All right. Yeah. It works. Mary, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job, Mary, apparently. <laughs> I believe it when I see it. Yeah. yeah I just, because uh, Percy's like, he's a freak. He bounces off the walls. But if he comes up and just sits down, he like lays down. He's like, okay, I'm going to be here for a bit. Uh, like, I'm like, honey, grab the clippers. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it's like, so it's just, he's got to be in a chill mood. Though. Yeah. If he's like bouncing off the walls, you know, you know it's not like, yeah. it's not when I want to do it. It's when he's chill. Right. Uh, I got to remember to do that. So. But yeah. you know, declawing is not the end of the world. Remember when we got Sam declawed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little shit for a few days. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's fine. Now, look at oh, her. Yeah. She's happy. Yeah. <laughs> she's going can't, to France. Can't climb a tree to save her life. But. She got mad at me one day. She started, like, hitting me. It's like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it really hurt Sam. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> sounded like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what it was. Uh, I'm going to scratch you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I got another one here. I, I, I'm pretty sure I do. It's an oldie but a goodie. Hey, dear animal talk. <gasps> a chain Comes up all the time. <laughs> hey, this is the first time I've had a dog do this. My rescue dog is eating his poop. Oh. <laughs> Help. <laughs> 
So, Sophie, 2011 USA, uh, I'd like some advice, please. She stays in the house most of the time, except for when she goes out to use the potty. Uh, she's always very close with me and loves giving me kisses. Uh, eating poop just won't work. <laughs> she's a little two year, over two years old and weighs about seven pounds. Count your blessings. You got one of those self-cleaning dogs. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding, you don't man. have to clean up the poop. Yeah. Self-cleaning dogs. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Roomba. It just does it on its own, right? Well, you know, the condition's called pica. Yeah. And that specific condition is called coprophagia. Yeah. Uh, eating eating your own poop. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there's various reasons. Uh, no one seems to agree why it happens. Yeah. Uh, be- and and there's there's a thinking out there that maybe it's a metabolic issue. Right. That the, the dog isn't um, metabolizing certain el- or nutrients. Um. And to lend that some credibility, the fact that you can put meat tenderizer on food. Right. Because meat tenderizer is an enzyme. It helps yep. break things down. And then uh, some dogs that uh, you know, get that treatment on their food, they don't, they don't uh, resort to eating their own. So yeah. you know, maybe there's some metabolic problems. Maybe switch the food. Talk to your vet about it. But in any event, what happens is, and, and sometimes it happens when, when a, a dog is uh, compromised, say a uh, a female that's just had puppies. Sure. And she's depleted. Her nutrients are depleted. So they go back to their, their feces for whatever reason. Um, but uh, talk to your vet about it. It may be as simple as switching the dog's food. But whatever causes it, it could be a temporary thing, but it turns into a habit mm. if you just let them do it. Yeah. So getting the cleaning up real real quickly and getting the putting the dog on a leash when you take them for a walk and making sure that you get them away from it very, very quickly. Just take it out of their behavior pattern and it won't it won't become a a problem. So you, yeah. it re- just requires a lot of close supervision. Mm. Yeah. Well, or you're gonna get the chocolate kisses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good feeding yeah. schedules, right? Because you know when it's yeah. coming in, you know when it's coming out. Yeah. Uh, and then don't leave it down there for them to pick up. Yeah. So. And you know, take your dog to the vet. Just yeah. a checkup. You know, could rule out any kind of you know <laughs> other issues that are going on. Sure. It's just so weird, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> and like dogs, like they don't even take. We take like showers like every day. They don't. And then they, they do it like every three months. Like it's just crazy. Like, <laughs> like isn't that weird? It's weird for a human, but there are dogs. Yeah, Sam's, I know. I Sam's know. Sam's mind it, is blown. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just weird to think about. You don't Sorry. eat worms either, but robins do it. Birds eat worms. Yeah, but I mean, we could eat worms. Yeah, but you don't. <laughs> you can eat your own poop, but you don't, because <laughs> you're not you're not a dog, and that's what it's you know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I think I think she's too close to there's bottles on the floor back over there. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Have you been nipping on those yeah. while we're not looking? Yeah. What do you got back there? You got some. Uh... All, we're in the podcast Detroit studio. Oh so my gosh, Jägermeister! There's all kinds of there's Jaeger, there's Baron Jaeger, there's two different whiskeys, there's some vodka. Holy it's like Christmas. Oh, the podcast Detroit guys are there. It's 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 a, there's like. I think like about eight different shows on the network that are like, uh, you know, uh, about hospitalities and, and yeah. bars and drinking and beers. And, I have no idea uh, what you're talking about. So, yeah, <laughs> like the Man Cave Happy Hour. <laughs> yeah. And, but, uh, but yeah, there's always around the studio, there's always shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of those, Sam. <laughs> I don't drink. 
No, she's a good yeah. girl. Yeah, I'm a good person. Uh, but uh, we're there, we're here in Detroit, uh, Wayne County, Michigan. This is a different Wayne County, though. That uh, this news story: Wayne County woman faces charges for sheltering pets in an unregistered shelter. Um, and but see, and this the the story makes me really mad is because uh, it's because of the the Florence, right? The whole big uh, hurricane that rolled yeah. through. Yeah. So that's the, it's in North Carolina here. It's a Wayne County woman in North Carolina faces charges after sheltering more than two dozen pets that were being impacted by uh, Hurricane Florence, right? So Tammy Hedges, she runs this uh, crazy cause and pause, a nonprofit, and she helps low-income families get uh, their vet bills paid and have pet supplies for them and their other needs. And she's in the process of creating a warehouse space uh, to shelter animals. Like if a family goes homeless, she can shelter them until they get back on their feet. Yeah. So this, it's kind of a nice thing. She's in the process of doing that, and then here comes Florence, right? And she's like, well, I have this resource. I'm going to help some of these pets So out. these are a lot of these are displaced pets because of the yeah. storm. Or, yeah, 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 pets who are abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Hedges says that uh, the goal was to make sure uh, the pets were not out there drowning. We had an elderly couple. They were evacuating that afternoon, and there's no way they could take their 18 animals with them. Wait, Um, what? Yeah. So through donations, Hedges brought in crates and food and other supplies to help the animals get through the storm. Uh, She had volunteers with the animals 24 hours a day. And uh, there were 27 animals in all. 17 cats and 10 dogs. On Monday after the storm passed, uh, she got a call from the county services, the animal uh, service manager, uh, regarding animals. And she said that she was told uh, that she could voluntarily hand over the animals or they'll come in with a warrant. So she surrendered the animals to the... uh, She surrendered the animals and... um, She's now facing charges for operating an unlicensed shelter. Okay, oh, why, that's ridiculous. Why would it really matter? Is. This was during a storm, a hurricane. Yeah, I know. And these I, why, I don't died. understand why these people in this These animals would have died. It's not like she was yeah. doing it for no reason. Like, well, I just want to yeah. do this. No. And it's actually, well, you know, I mean, it's on a TV news station, news site. It's not like, you know, total clickbait. I usually oh, get yeah. suckered into some clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> what shows are being canceled? Oh. <laughs> and then it doesn't say anything Congratulations. about that. No, it's like Lost in Space. It's like, oh, well, no, there is a new Lost in Space, isn't Did it there? get canceled? No, I don't know. I, I, was, oh. I meant like the old Gilligan's Island. Oh, oh no, really? Oh. What they look like now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the I look stooges. at those all the time. What? <laughs> Look like now. <laughs> Clickbait, but this is a, this is a, this doesn't seem very. It's, it it's a news store. Is ten it, is actors who story? Hollywood won't hire anymore. That's what I look at. You. I look Chris Pratt's one of them. So. No, uh, nope. He's number one. He's only an extra in the. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's really commercial. unfortunate. You know, the best intentions. Yeah. You know, go and uh, shame on uh, Wayne County, not that, in Detroit, but yeah, in North Carolina. Yeah. There must be County. something more to it. But uh, it, it does sound ridiculous on on the face. It's, it's yeah. just uh, yeah. So, but uh, all right. So my dog has. I got an email here. I like to quarterback uh, those things. Yeah, I like to pass. Oh, judgment my uncle on. said the lady in North Carolina was arrested for administrating medication without a license. Ah, oh, okay. giving those pets Botox. <laughs> I've seen these. These yeah. <laughs> little butt lifts on the dogs. <laughs> That's oh man, dear animal talk. Read the mail. Read the mail. Read the mail. All right, we got a dog here with some. 
cute betting behaviors. Strange. Now, but uh, cute. B-E-T-T-I-N-G, betting? No, oh. betting. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right, right. Uh, my little girl <laughs> is 10 years old, a Maltese, and has a strange bed-scratching behavior. Uh, like a lot of dogs, she scratches her bed to prepare to lay down. I get that. But it's excessive and annoying and downright destructive to her beds. She just won't, she just won't stop. Uh, it goes on and on and on, uh, hoping hoping to distract her. I jump in and scratch the bed a little bit too, and that usually gets her to stop. She'll lick my hand and then sit down. Sounds like the dog is training this woman. <laughs> uh, but what is what does this behavior mean? Is what she wants to know. What does this behavior mean? She goes. Well, here's a little more background on the dog. She was a puppy mill dog. She was a, a breeder in a puppy mill, and the dog was given up after she was uh, no longer you know breeding large litters, and that's when I was able to foster her so she was really bad shape because she was outside all the time and uh, not very well taken care of she has a little bit of arthritis uh, but yeah she does this crazy betting behavior uh, just excessively it goes on and on and on 20 minutes if, if she doesn't jump in and stop the dog well you know uh, dogs at, at one point in history were wild right yes and uh, although they've been domesticated for thousands of years they still have these vestige behaviors hmm. Of when they were, and in nature, you know, wild dogs will will nest. They'll find a spot and they'll just kind of, you know, work the spot down and pat the ground down and and um, and, and forgive me, Brian, but what betting is like they're scratching where they want to lay down and they're yeah. kind of sniffing it and, and they turn in around circles. in circles. Yes, okay. yeah, All right. yeah. Uh, just so I understand the OCD yeah. behavior. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and 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 some dogs will do it to excess. Now, here's All the right. problem with it: if you try to get rid of it. You can't just get rid of a behavior. Something else is going to pop up. Right. You okay. see, so it's maybe fidgeting a little bit. Same as us. You know, sometimes we, you know, uh, restless leg syndrome or, you know, you, you, you kind of drum your fingers on the uh, – adjust your glasses. Uh, I, do, I, do yeah. a, I do a glasses adjust all yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing is, um, whether you have too much caffeine in your system or whatever, you're fidgeting, right? Mm-hmm. And this, could, this is a pattern for the dog before – and okay, so she ruins her bed. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's better than her going and, and chewing uh, something or self mutilation. So let it go. Or pica. Ah, or pica. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you, you uh, that's kind of a harmless behavior. So, yeah. you, and it's part of her nightly routine. And yeah. dogs and routines, if you mess up their routines, that's the surest way for new behaviors right, right. to pop up, which are usually not good for a household. New behaviors meaning barking, scratching, something destructive. So, eating poop. Eating poop. Eating, eating the poopies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, she's, but, and she said that if she jumps in and scratches the bed a little bit like with her, then she stops and lays down. Yeah. So it seems like you have it. Well in hand. That's called the a dog, behavior pattern interruption. The dog has trained you to interact with her at yeah. bedtime, which is nice. And it's just another moment for you to have with your dog. Yeah. It just it just uh in, in fact what the owner's doing, she's she's interrupting the behavior, gets the dog's mind off it without correcting the dog, which is actually yeah. really good. Because yeah. if you're trying to you know, if you yell at the dog or you you know, throw something at her, um it, it, something else is gonna pop up. So what she's doing, she's interrupting the, the behavior in a way that's not going to stress the dog out. So more. she's actually doing the best possible thing. Yeah, it's sounds like it's annoying for her to reach down there and scratch the dog's bed but um either let it go or you know continue doing that yeah. and, and quit your bitching <laughs> <laughs> it could well, be it worse it seems like it was yeah. it's just an odd behavior yeah, yeah. okay uh, yeah right. so at one uh, time your maltese was a wild wolf uh, you know uh ancestors that and they still do that yeah now i don't know if i did this question before or not but uh i have a little dog 
and she doesn't seem to drink much water. Hmm. I mix water in with her food, but I don't know if she's getting enough. Uh, in the beginning, I was feeding her three times a day, but she's she slowed down on her afternoon meal, so she's only eating twice a day, but she doesn't drink any water at all. Um, how much water does a dog need? Generally speaking, a dog will drink as much water as it needs. Okay. And, and, and you don't have to worry about it. If your vet tells you otherwise, I mean, because there are problems that will crop up mm-hmm. if, the, if the dog is dehydrated, right? If, uh, if, if there's a worry there that mm-hmm. your vet says, hey, yeah, we, we need to do something about this, um, there are medications that can, that can help the dog out. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't press the issue if, uh, if, if the dog is healthy yeah. and just doesn't seem to be drinking a lot of water. Maybe it just doesn't need as much. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, maybe there's not a lot of uh, you know, fat content under the skin. A lot yeah. of dogs like um, – Well, it's a tiny, tiny dog too. So. You know, I used to have uh, whippets. Yeah. Right? Right. And they have – it's like their skin – and then their organs. There's nothing in between. And, and no, no, you know, subcutaneous fat or anything. And right, right. They didn't drink very much. You know, so if it's a small, it's a tiny dog. Right. Yeah, it probably doesn't need much water. So hmm. I wouldn't really worry about it. Make sure water's available all day. Sure. Right. Regulate the food as always, but leave the water down all day. They'll drink when they're thirsty. They'll drink when they're thirsty. Yeah. And like um, people. Well, some. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, we we do a lot of things that can can dehydrate us. You know, sure. people either you know. They, Smoking or drinking too much caffeine, yeah. you know, this is diuretic. Mm-hmm. It could, you know, there are some dietary things that can get us in trouble. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, generally speaking, dogs they don't really, you don't have to worry too much about that. Yeah. Right. So, Mary, you having fun? I'm having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just checking. You're down there, so quiet down there. <laughs> I know she's she's grabbing Matt. Yeah, under the table, feeling yeah. dirty over here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> They're it both is. quiet with odd looks on their face. <laughs> Permagrin, hi. How, How long have you guys been married? Uh, eighteen and a half years. Wow, oh eighteen and a half years, and they're that's, holding hands. Isn't that sweet? That is the sweetest thing. It is. <laughs> Whenever so I see old couples holding hands, <laughs> <laughs> I love old Perfect. couples. Thank you for that. <laughs> so the two guys with the white hair sitting. Yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa and his pals. <laughs> no, that's uh, that that's very very touching. Thank you. Yeah, I work hard that way. That's very sweet, <laughs> Sam. It's on you. What's on me? We need it. We need a bad animal joke. Oh, oh, oh is it? Oh, it's I get you. to do it. You get to do it today. All right, I gotta find one. I know. Right, that's you why you get to. You get to do one today. Well, what did we? Should I make it relatable to it like just, what we? It needs to happen. All right. right? Doesn't matter. All right. Here we go. It just doesn't matter. It just, just doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Come on, Rudy the Rabbit. Rudy the Rabbit. <laughs> you, Rudy, Rudy the Rabbit, the winner. Rudy the Rabbit. <laughs> so, Brian, oh, you, God, you're moving into a new place. This. You're What's moving that? into a new place. I am. Uh, are you going to have any pets in the new place? Uh, well, uh, Lauren's uh, love of my life. Her, yes. Her, oh, she has a son who's uh, allergic. He's very allergic. But I'll tell you right. what, my neighbor. <laughs> oh, she's got a good one. She okay, found one, apparently. My, my neighbor has right. a dog that comes over. Uh, and uh, just makes herself at home. She hangs out. Her name is Cookie. It's the perfect scenario. So I get to so, pet this dog. I get to play with it. Right, right. And then I send it home. Okay. So it's, it's uh, like nieces and nephews. Exactly. Like being exactly. a grandparent. <laughs> so I, I don't need a pet. I, I have Cookie coming That's over and visiting us. Yeah. All right. So not just a feral beast. It's actually the neighbor's dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a neighbor's dog. And it's a, just this little white fluffy thing. I love All it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Nice. What did the fish say when he posted bail? 
I'm off the hook. <laughs> well, that's not that funny. Oh, here we go. It's not even that funny. I just <laughs> think it's funny. It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. All right, Samantha. Yes. Time, time for a bad joke. What All do you right. got? Where do you find a dog with no legs? Where? Where you left it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I love that you explained it. Oh, oh, I love you felt the need to explain uh, that. <laughs> that is wonderful. There was a funny one. Oh, I can't find it. <laughs> I can't go anywhere. Oh, I was, well, I was teasing about kangaroos earlier, too, right? Bit, yeah. um, I mentioned I did mention a kangaroo. We should follow back around and, and follow up about the kangaroo. That was the one other thing. We oh, said we would talk about Now we have to do another joke because today. that's how we end the show. I want another I want to do another joke too. Do oh, you, you do All right, one, we you can do, do one. we can do one after we talk about yes. the kangaroo. No, but there was uh, the the storm, right? Florence is just wrecking wrecking havoc and uh, a, a kangaroo got out of the Jupiter Farms uh, down in Florida. Uh, there was a big storm down there, so the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is on the hunt. For a kangaroo, and people are seeing this kangaroo all over town. Oh my god! <laughs> would that freak you out? It what would what would surprise you uh, to see? What what and what would you but what would you like to see cruising around your neighborhood? Uh, I you know what I'd, I'd like to see, which would be just the yeah. most awesome thing. Right, right. You're at a stoplight and you look over and you see like a giraffe. <laughs> 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 he's got a lampshade on his head, so no one knows he's, he's there. He's a giraffe. <laughs> I want to see an ostrich. I would oh, like to yeah. see an ostrich cruising down the street. I don't know. I'm probably like a humpback whale or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking by? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is, you know, Hurricane Florence, you know, the, yeah. the floods. Yeah. yeah, floods. Sharknado. It was a Sharknado. There were there were sharks getting up in that. Yes. Oh, cool. It was an actual Sharknado. Yeah. Anyway. I love sharks. Hey, right. Jamie. Hey, what, Brian? Uh, what's the best way to catch a fish? I don't know, Brian. What is the best way to catch a fish? Have someone throw it at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds fishy. Man. Oh, that'll do it. All right. So go to uh, GoFundMe and then look up Sam Nork, N-O-R-K. Yep. And, N-O-R-K, yes. And then uh, fund her because she's trying to get to an internship. Yes. I'm and, gonna uh, do it. So we approve. Sam works really hard, and she's a good kid. So, um, yeah, good luck, Sam, Thanks. on that. I'm and, not gonna uh, cry. There's a Patreon page for Animal Talk. So you take all the money you're gonna put on the Patreon page and give it to Sam instead. Aww. Yeah, Sam. No. <laughs> so and then uh, so yeah, like, subscribe, and leave a comment right wherever you're finding this on the iTunes or Stitcher or the Google Play. Uh, comments and the likes and the stars help. So. Uh, constructive criticisms. We'll take those as well. Oh, I don't, I don't take those very well. Bring, them, bring it on, <laughs> tough guy. <laughs> Guys, I'll see you never again. That's it. No yeah. one likes me, so oh. everyone loves her. No, oh no, God. nobody likes me. Oh, my it's, God. <laughs> so we did an episode of uh, Man Cave Happy Hour, right? Yeah. Normally, Matt and, Matt and I do the Man Cave thing. Yeah. We'll put a video up. 30, 40, 50, 50 hits, you know. Yeah. And, and then uh, uh, when Sam comes on, the Man Cave. I didn't even say a word. Yeah. 237. Right. <laughs> she said zero I said words. one word. Hi. She said hi. <laughs> wow. That's why we always move the camera here in the podcast studio so Sam can, because people the, tune in for Sam. It's called no the Nork Effect. It is. It's the Sam Nork You can uh, email your bad animal joke to me, Jamie, at animaltalkradio.com, and uh, Animal Talk on all the socials. So 
Uh, see us there, and then we'll see you next time. Sam, have an exotic week. In case you're out, think for me.